Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could miss this evening. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. We've got a bunch of callers on hold, so it'll be fun to see what their questions are. And uh, what's new this week? Not, not tons. We're just kind of going with the flow. It's got a little chilly down here in the deep south, but it's beautiful. It's in the 70s usually during the day, high 60s, low 70s, and getting cool to the 50s at night. So uh, autumn has arrived. Some of you I know had snow already, and that sounds ridiculous, but it's just what's happening. But everything's good here. I got to go to a, a really cool symposium this week in Huntsville, Alabama, and Huntsville is where NASA is based. All of the development and testing and manufacturing of most things that we connect with space and with NASA are all done in Huntsville. Most people are unaware of that. We just think of the Houston Space Center for um, NASA things, but that's just where the command center is for the space flight. But anyways, I got to go to a symposium of space commerce. And the dean of the business school at the University of Alabama Huntsville is a friend of mine, and so I got invited. And they had the director from the Department of Commerce who's head of space commercialization, and they had a whole bunch of entrepreneurs that were there, and guys who had run big different divisions in NASA and also uh, space flight center, where they manufacture and test everything. And uh, it was fascinating. $3 trillion industry is what they're predicting by the end of 2030. And um, so it was really fun to go to that. And then I got to have dinner with a, a woman who is really fascinating. Her name's Rosa, and she is my future daughter-in-law, Mallory's grandmother. But she's smart. She's sweet. She was born in Nuremberg, Germany, and was a little girl during World War II. Grew up and was raised, born and raised in Germany, and then emigrated, married a army guy, and emigrated to the uh, the U.S. And she, what does she have stories? So got to do something really fun and out of the box this week with all of that. But other than that, let's go ahead and go to the phones. Hi, Michelle. I see you joined Hi. us. I'm going to mute you, and then I'll come back to you. Okay, so there you go. Okay, so let's see. I believe our first caller, let me see, Michelle, let me mute you. That didn't work. Let's see if I can try it again. Uh, Well, my system's acting squirrely this evening for some reason, but I will. I will keep trying you, Michelle, just just, uh, if you can 
stay quiet. That would be helpful. <laughs> Till I can get it, get it muted. Oh, there we go. All right. So, Anne, let's go to you first. Hi, Anne. Yes. Hi there. How are you? Um, hi, Julie. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I have a qu- I have a question. Um, I have a, a a grandson who um, has in the past been in trouble and things like that, and he is um, quite difficult um, for my daughter. Very, very challenging. Um, and can you give me any guidance as to how I can best help this child? Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, you know, do you see him like, you know, using drugs? Is he currently using drugs or what can we do to help him? Okay. Well, first of all, please tell everybody where you're calling in from. I'm calling from uh, Lexington, South Carolina. Okay. And do you mind telling us your son's name? Um, his name is Evan. Evan. Okay, so let's ask some, once you ask me some questions, and then I'll give you a response that I get. So I'm going to okay. connect to him through you. So I've got a laser beam coming from my body in Birmingham, Alabama, and it's connected to you in South Carolina. And then from you, it's connected to Evan. So let's ask him some questions. Okay, um, is he currently using drugs? I get a yes on that even before the question's out. Okay. Um, can you give me any guidance as to what we can do to help this child? Yeah. How old is he, in? He's 15. Oh, boy. Okay. So he's in high school. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's, let's ask some questions. Evan, are you using anything around marijuana? Yes. Are you um, addicted to it? Yes. Are you worried about how you're going to not be addicted, how you're going to stop the addiction? Yes. What can your family, uh, what can your parents and your grandparents and your family do to help you? So I'm communicating with his spirit, Anne, is what we're doing, Mm -hmm. questions we're asking. So we're able to communicate with spirits both alive and dead to spirit. So it doesn't matter if it's a spirit attached to a body or a spirit that's just in non-physical. Same thing. So what can your family do to help you with this situation? He's saying counseling. Okay, so let's ask him, counseling in what what kind of counseling? What are you looking for for help? Counseling focused on teenagers, he's saying. In your area, yes. You need to be in a, in a um, residential kind of a situation. No, he's saying outpatient. Okay, outpatient counseling for drugs. But the outpatient. problem is, 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 okay, outpatient, but is he willing to go? Yes. He's saying, yes, he is. So there's a book, Anne, that I highly recommend that you get and and get one for your daughter. And it's available on tape. And it's, let me get I listened to it on my phone. I know the author is Dr. Paul Thomas, MD. 
So let me let me look on my phone here and I'll tell you what the um, the name of the book is. It has something to do if you if you go on Amazon and you look at Dr. Paul Thomas, you will in in addition we'll see that it's there. Okay, Dr. Paul okay it's Thomas. coming up right now. Well, I guess I did. I did delete it. Sorry. Nope. The addiction spectrum. The addiction, the addiction spectrum. Spectrum. By Dr. Paul Thomas, and he's an MD, and he's treated thousands of patients with his protocol. I believe he's based in Portland, Oregon. So check check out his book. Check out his website. If you Google Dr. Paul Thomas, and I think that can probably give you at least some information that'll that'll perhaps give you a jump start on helping women. Okay, so he's definitely using more than just smoking marijuana. That's what he's telling me. Okay. So he's telling me. So I hope that helps. It does. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you it. You bet. Thanks for calling in. Good luck. Thank you. Uh huh. Bye bye. Alrighty, let's see who we have next. I believe our next caller is Rose. Hi, Rose. Hi, Julie. Hi, everyone. This is Rose calling from Brooklyn, New York. And, How are you, uh, girl? I saw Julie's face pop up in my Facebook feed, um, and I know when we worked together this week, you had mentioned a podcast, so I guess I was meant to um, sign on with everybody. So, hi, everyone. We're all in the same vibrational bubble. Um, I had a bunch of question from the last two sessions. <clears throat> so out of all of them, um, the one that is resonating isn't even on my list. So I have a brother. <laughs> um, his name is Jimmy James, and he's a year and a half older. And there has always been this abyss of distance. It is, um, it's not that he's short of emotions. But there is an inability for him to be vulnerable and intimately connect as a sibling, as a brother. And so I would just, now that I saw what you just did, I had no idea that you do that. I thought it was just only people that had crossed or people that were um, undergoing surgery. If there's any way you can tap in and ask what I can do to help pivot into a better space with him or what he feels in regards to me, if there's something that makes him feel resistant. To my energy, I don't know. It's a it's a mystery. Hi, everyone. Okay. All right. What I'm going to do, Rose, is what I just did with Ann. I'm going to connect to you from you to your brother, Jimmy. You call him Jimmy yeah. or James? I call him Jimmy. Okay. All right. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama. Coming up to you in Brooklyn. Got you. Got him. Okay. Questions for Jimmy. So the most obvious question is why, what stops you from being more intimately and more vulnerably connected to me? What is the resistance block? He feels like when you're around him that you're aggressive with him. Mm-hmm. Like, like you come on, um, what he's saying is like you come on like you're a uh, um, thoroughbred coming out of the gate at Churchill Downs. 
that's dirty. So it's, he's saying it's too Wait, wait, Julie, the phone's cutting out. I didn't get the last sentence. Okay, he said it's, he said it feels like you're a thoroughbred coming out of the starting gate at Sheffield Downs for the for a race, and then it feels too intense. It feels too intense? Mm-hmm, when you're around okay. him. So, so maybe, so, uh, let's see, what's he saying? I asked him, I said, as far as asking questions, he said, it's just, it's too intense. So he said, if you could be more relaxed and more low key, that it would be more enjoyable for him. And um, that he feels like he's, he feels like he's being uh, overwhelmed. And And it may just be that your energy level is way higher than his pros. So it's not a match with that? And uh-huh. Does yeah, that make I'm sense, any of that? What, yeah, yeah, I'm listening to what you're describing, and he very much is what you described. Okay. He's, he's either on or off. He's very intense. Mm-hmm. Or, um, or, or the life of the party. He has kind of, well, actually three settings. Stoic and quiet, really mm-hmm. intense and aggressive, or life of the party and and just in his own zone. So what you just described is very much his energy as it presents. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely have that as well, but I'm much more chillaxed. So I'm a little confused by that. Okay. So he's saying that his personality is much more low key and that he turns on when he feels he needs to, but he's more low key. He'd like to have a relationship with you and he, he believes that that can be fostered if he, his words, if you can dial it down when you're around him. Got you. Okay. That's something I'll uh, experiment with. <laughs> He's saying that he really, he knows you're really smart. He enjoys being around you, but it just feels so intense. So if you can, his words, dial it down, down that it would it would be more pleasant. And in those kinds of situations, Rose, um, I've seen it before, obviously. And what happens is that it's less of a personality reaction. It's more of an energetic reaction where the energy just feels too intense of somebody that's vibrating at a high level. And I know you vibrate at a really high level. And that's a good thing. And that's where you want to be. But if you're with someone, is vibrating at a much lower level. It's it just uncomfortable. Kind of like when you walk in a room and you just feel like this room feels great. Or you meet somebody and you can't necessarily put your finger on it like, oh I, I don't know that I around this kind of person. This mm-hmm. person in particular. That's what's going on. It's a vibration. So has this been since we've been little? Because he's been this way since we were kids. He's saying yes, and I, was, and I was pretty shy as a kid. He's saying yes, but you, but you most likely were really high, just like you are now. You were shy. He didn't take me as shy. He took it as what? Did you say? Well, I said you were probably being really fast, really high as a kid, even if you were shy. Oh, and got you, got you. He, you know, it's your vibration. Not necessarily your behavior, 
you're acting, it's your vibration. So awesome. you know how when you meet somebody and, and they, you either feel good when you're with them even before they open their mouth, sometimes you'll get a bad vibe off. Yeah. They'll think, oh, this doesn't feel good before they even say anything. That's, that's what's going on with him. I don't Got think you. it's so, a personality thing. I think it's an energy thing. Got you. So I know you want to wrap up and get to the next question. So one suggestion, an, uh, a suggestion of how to dial back. Yes. How do you dial back your vibration? <laughs> like I'm yeah, I, I think. Do that? I think what you can do is just do some breathing exercises before you're going to go into wherever he is. So do the, you know, inhale, hold it for three counts, um, exhale, count three counts, do it five times. So just yeah. slow okay. down, slow down your breathing, which is going to slow down your vibration level. And you're not, you're not going to go into a low vibration level. That's just not your personality. I know after doing a couple of private sessions with you, but... I think it will be more palatable to his radar, if you will, of incoming energy. Gotcha. Thank you, Julie. That's awesome. I appreciate it. You are welcome. Thanks for joining us and calling in. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye, Rose. Bye. Okay. Let's see who we have next. I believe our next caller is Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Julie. How are you, girl? Good. How are you doing? I'm well, thanks. Please tell everybody where you're coming in from. I'm from Aurora, Colorado. Aurora, outside of uh, Denver. Yeah. I have a sister-in-law and brother that live there. Yeah, I remember hearing you say that. Yeah. Well, what kind of question do you have for us this evening? So today I wanted to get a scan on my house. Um, okay. I bought it about seven years ago, and before that, I feel like I've always had asthma and allergies, but before I moved here, I, I wasn't having any problems, and once I moved in here, I my asthma flared up, my allergies flared up, so I just wanted to see if you could do a scan on my house. Sure. Absolutely. So what I'm going to do, Michelle, is I'm going to connect to you in Colorado and then I'll be I'll connect to your house through you okay. are you at your house right. now yes okay well that'll be easy I mean it's not hard yeah. if you learn right. but it just makes it easy okay here comes my laser team got you house walking in the front door okay so um, was this a new house when you bought it seven years ago no all right all right, so you've had, uh, there's been a leak in the roof. I can uh-huh. see where, where it used to be. You've got some mold going on in your house. So I'm okay. walking in the front door. What's the room uh-huh. to the left when I immediately come in? On the left is the stairs to either go upstairs to all of the bedrooms or mm-hmm. a little bit further stairs. It's a tri-level with the basement. Okay. So you go so, straight upstairs. Okay, so you go upstairs. So the leak was in front. If I'm walking in your front door and I uh-huh. go to the left, I'm getting ready to go upstairs, the leak was above that. So there's a wall okay. on the left side yes. as I'm 
is I'm facing your front door and I walk in and I'm standing right inside your front door. The wall on the left going up the stairway has mold in it. Yep, that's the bathroom. Okay. So there's mold in there. Okay. Let me see where, let me see where else. There's a lot of mold in there. It, and I think there was a, a leak. That's what I'm okay. being shown. There was a leak in the roof at some point there over that space. So a lot of times when there's a leak, the water will go down in between the walls sometimes. And uh-huh. then, you know, it's a it's a wonderful, dark, moist place right. where purple right. grow. So there's that. Let me see where okay. else. So you've got you've got some um, it, all, most of the molds on the left side of the house, Michelle. Okay. So okay. I'm seeing mold um, in the room that's above the stairs. So it goes up. What's the room that's there on the left? As I'm looking at the front of your house, that's my that's my master bedroom, which includes okay. another bathroom. Okay. So the master bedroom has some mold in it on that same okay. outside wall. Uh-huh. All right, and there's mold. So, do you have a window on that side wall on that left wall? I'm seeing a window in my in bedroom your... and in the bathroom. Okay, all right. So, uh-huh. I'm seeing mold around the window, the one that's in your bedroom. Okay. Okay. So, check that okay. out. So, as I'm so in that bedroom, you've got the left wall, and then you've got the back wall, correct? Right. Like on the back of the house. Yeah, and then there's another bedroom, like if you go straight up the stairs, that's a little right to the to the uh, master room, and then there's another bedroom that'll go a little bit further to the right. Okay, but but your bedroom takes up the whole left side of that level. Yes. Yeah, my, yeah, my room is the whole left side. Okay, so on the back wall, a window on the uh-huh. back wall in your bedroom. Uh-huh. So between the corner in the back left corner and the window that's on your back wall, there's mold in okay. between those two as well. Okay. 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 Let me come around and see. It, it's pretty much segregated on the left side of the house. Okay. Okay. Well, and and that, so, makes, that makes sense because that's where I sleep. That's where I, you know, that's where I dwell in the house the most. Mm-hmm. And do your kids have, and the problem with mold is it gets in the HVAC system and then it's spread all over. So what you may want to do is you may want to get somebody to, um, hi, Jody, and uh, I think it's Miss Lane. I'm going to do you guys and I'll come back to you. So just want to let you know. Um, what may happen is you can find people that can come in and test for mold. Uh-huh. And then they can remediate it. So you okay. just want to, you know, depending on what the levels are, you want to get new drywall, put any leaks. How, how old's your roof? Um, it's actually brand new. Um, maybe two years old. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. So you want to deal with that. Also, Google, Google Home Bionic. Okay. And Home Bionic is a... Um, is a bacteria that's in a spray that's non-toxic, Michelle, and it's clear and it doesn't have any fragrance to it, but you spray it on mold and eat the mold. It's the coolest stuff. So it's okay. non-toxic. It's like a probiotic for the home. 
that's where okay. they end up on biotic. So Google that, get some of that. Wherever you see mold, I would spray it. But um, in the meantime, I would get somebody in to test it because that's what's going on, I believe, with your health. Okay. Yeah, we had it test one other time, and it, but, you know, they obviously didn't do a job. <laughs> yeah, well, all right. It's a start anyways. Right. Well, okay. thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, thank you. We'll, we'll you speak bet. soon. Okay. okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Let's see who else we've got. Uh, Miss Patty. What? Wait a minute. Sorry. I hit the wrong button. <laughs> there we go. Hi, Patty. Hi. How are you? I'm good, girl. How are you? I'm fine. Please tell everybody where you're coming from. Queens, New York. Queens, New York. So, you got a question for me? Yeah. I went to the wedding. And you were half correct. I didn't catch it, but I did catch it because the bride threw the bouquet five times, and I caught it at the fifth time. <laughs> I was the only... oh, so tell everybody a little background, like be brief, but tell them just a little background so they know what we're talking about. I'm writing the book, Why I Believe a Retired Baseball Player is My Soulmate from a Past Life. I've been writing this book for the last nine years. Last year, my cousin, Londa, Announced and her boy and her husband now Joe announced to uh, ever since a cousin of mine got married in 2009. Londa kept telling me, "When I get married, I'm going to throw the bouquet to you. When I get married, I'm going to throw the bouquet to you." All right, I always thought she had beautiful feeling towards me, and I'm and I'm very happy. I'm very grateful for her good intentions. But I didn't think she was going to get married. She she's in her 20s, you know. I think maybe maybe another 10 years, you know. So um, she calls me up last year on her birthday and says, Patty, it's official. I'm engaged. I'm throwing the bouquet to you. <laughs> so, okay. So it says, so I told her two weeks later, she said, first of all, they come, both um, my cousin and now her husband comes to my mother's birthday party two weeks, exactly two weeks later. It says, we're getting married. Tells me the date. And I said, oh, blank, that's the retired baseball player's birthday. And then I kept thinking, oh, my God, wouldn't it be great if I catch the bouquet on his birthday? You know, the whole thing. So I, so I had a dream about um, that I saw somebody, a bride throwing a bouquet to somebody. Not me. I'm just watching, like, in a movie that it goes over somebody's head. So I called you up to tell you about this dream and said, no, you're not going to catch it. So I made a decision the next day that I'm not going to catch it, that I'm not going to, I'm not going to go up there. I'm actually going to sit down this time. So I told Rhonda, and it says, no, you're going to be the only one that are catching it. And I said, what about the other people that are coming to the wedding? Don't your guests have uh, uh, their dates? They want to No, it says the people we're inviting don't care about something like that. Okay, so lo and behold. So what, I was, so what happened? So I'm wearing a baseball uniform because the the retired baseball player uh, uh, plays for three teams. The last one, he retired after six months. So the the two teams he played for, the second team he played for, I had the hat, I had the jersey with his name in the back and the number in the back, and a mitt. So she so threw this a four times. So let's clarify this for everybody. This is a real baseball player who's a character yes. in your book, and your book is about why you 
believe that you're this guy's soulmate. Right, from a past life. From a past and life. I, right, so I believe that there was something, I, I truly believe now that there was a promise made to one of us that our stories will, uh, that our story will be told in the future. Okay. okay. So that's the way I believe right now. So, so you showed up to the wedding with your baseball mitt. No, no, I had, I had a dress on. It's just, I put the baseball, I put the jersey on when they cut the cake. So I didn't wear it throughout the whole wedding, this jersey. I just right. put it on when they cut, you know, just shortly before the bouquet toss. So, so I put, and so the bride threw the bouquet and landed four times on the floor. It actually went over my head also. So the fifth time I caught it. Perfect. Okay. Yes. So, so the guy who caught the garden, this is funny. I called in uh, my book, Pasquale is the retired baseball player. That's his name. That's his fiction name because I, I don't have his permission to use his real name. But right. his father's name is deceased. So I call him, jo- his real name is John. So in Italian, it's called Giovanni, G-I-O-V-A-N-N-I, right? right. The person right. who caught the garter, his name is Giovanni, and he's 20 years old. Oh, my gosh. He, uh, Pasquale's oh. father is jo- Giovanni in my book, and and the Pasquale was born on the 20th, and that's the age of the guy who caught the garter. So what's okay, your question? So, so what's your question okay, this evening? okay. Okay, the reason I'm calling you now, I just wanted to first of all tell you about the what happened. Okay. I was hoping that um, that if they to get this on YouTube, and if it goes viral, maybe the media will contact me, and then they could tell them about my book, and maybe through that way I could get a finally get a publisher for my book. Nobody okay. taped it. And I was upset about it, but the only person that did tape it is the official photographer and the 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 people, the person that uh, Londa hired to videotape the wedding, and they mm-hmm. promised me that when they get it, they'll send it to me. Okay, mm-hmm. so how long how long do you think it will be? Because I think the reason why I I thought that my family was going to tape it, maybe I didn't. Maybe I assumed that, and maybe I should have said something before the wedding to please videotape the bouquet toss because I want to get it on YouTube. I want to get it on Facebook so I can have, you know, so I can make it go viral. Well, the thing thing that I'm getting on that, Patty, is that the reason your family didn't tape it is because you need to have a really good quality tape, and the photographer is going to give you a really good quality tape. All right. I think I think everything happens for us, even mm-hmm. when we don't understand it and it feels mm-hmm. bad. If we can just mm-hmm. say, "Hey, this is happening for me," and and uh, and then it all works out, anyways. But the other thing that's interesting to me with all of this is, and a year ago I got that you weren't going to catch the buffet, and there was there was. Maneuvering going on to be sure that you did catch the buffet or the the buffet bouquet, and um, and I think that's a great illustration about future events because things that happen right now that are happening now are set in stone. Things that have happened are set in stone. Things in the future have about a bazillion variables that can affect mm-hmm. the outcome. Mm-hmm. And I know you and I talked about that a year ago, and I mm-hmm. said this was right now and so the cool thing about getting that information was you took the next step 
to get it to the point where you cut the bouquet and you added other nuances to it, which are just going to enhance your film, and now you're going to have a good quality video. It's going to be fun to watch it unfold. All right. But when do you think, uh, when do you think, because uh, I, my brother got, I have three brothers who got married already and they, it takes a long time to get the video. How long, how long do you think I will finally see this video? This month and what the heck, Spooky Will, please call the photographer. I can't call the photographer because it's the, my, I'm not the bride. So not it's like I have to call the photographer. <laughs> I think you can call the photographer. And just, hey, I'm the one that, hey, and really here to see, you know, when can, when can we expect, absolutely, I will repeat. So, thanks for calling in, Pat, and thanks for an update. We've been waiting for that for a long time. Hope you had fun, and she bought the bouquet. So, take care. On, on, a, on a retired baseball player birthday. I love it. That was great. That was That's great. Great. All right, okay. bye-bye. Patty, bye now. Bye-bye. Alrighty. Most of us have busy lives and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one, it's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals. B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, altogether, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals, dot com, and use Julie Ryan at checkout, and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. Good show, everybody. Every- Thursday at, at 8 and 7 Central. This information you can find in a whole bunch of places, including my website, AskJulieRound.com. If you scroll down to the bottom of the homepage to see it, it's on everywhere you download podcasts. I think we're on 40 networks, iTunes, Stitcher, iHeart, Google Play, Blueberry, a bunch of them. And it's in the show notes. I also uh, post it every week on the day of the show on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan and on Instagram at Ask Julie Ryan. So follow me both places and you'll, when I post it, it's got all the call-in information. It's just a reminder to call in and join us. And then um, when you're on, we're also on YouTube too, and it's in the show notes there as well. But when you're on my site, uh, sign up for my blog, which is a question that somebody has submitted online, and then I answer it, and I uh, release that on Wednesday nights, and it's in the show, the show information's in the email, the body of the email, so you'll see it there. And when you're on my site, sign up for a, a, a private session, 
and it'll say book an appointment. I think there's a button that says book an appointment. And then you can pick what date and time works for your schedule and I'll get you for a whole hour. And we can talk about whatever you want to talk about. As you hear on this show, the questions are all across the board. We can, I, I laugh, I say I'm a businesswoman that learned how to do woo-woo and I'm a buffet of psychicness. So we can scan you medically. We can do what we've done already this evening, um, scan houses, scan pets, communicate with pets, uh, talk to your deceased loved ones, talk to your spirit guides, do past life stuff. I can tell how close to to dying somebody is if you have a loved one who's really sick and you're concerned about them, all of those things. And whatever we can fit in in an hour, it's the world is your oyster. So all you have to do is ask. So be sure and schedule a, a private session. All right. This week, our question is from Susan. And Susan lives in St. George, Utah. And Susan said, hi, Julie. Recently, I had a private session with you. Thank you. It was powerful, and I am still processing the information. I listened to your weekly show and didn't have a question until after we hung up. Isn't that the way it goes sometimes? My dad's name is Charles. He is 89 years old and has a weakened heart from heart disease and vascular dementia. He tells me he continues to feel weaker despite good nutrition and using his stationary bike daily. We go to church every Sunday together, which is when he confides in me. He's increasingly disturbed by the advancement of his dementia and the weakness in his legs. He tells me he's ready to go. Would you please take a look at him and see if he's in the trans- if he's in transition, and if so, at what stage? He's always been one to see through the veil and see folks around him. She's talking about spirits, deceased loved ones around him. Lately, it's happening more often. Recently, a deceased family member was present in the room. Thank you for the blessing that you are to all of us, Susan. And here's my response. Hi, Susan. Thanks for your question and kind words. It sounds like you're the blessing to your dad and to others. In order to get some information for you, I first energetically connected to you and from you to your dad, Charles. He is in phase nine of the 12 phases of transition. That means his spirit is out of his body and attached to the top of his head. It looks like a bubble, the kind you see in a cartoon caption where the character's words or thoughts are shown. Your dad's parents' spirits are at his feet and anchor a row of angels that extend out in both directions. In addition, there are many spirits, deceased loved ones and friends in his room. They are joined by the spirits of several pets your dad has had throughout his lifetime. All of these angels and spirits comprise what I call the Welcome to Heaven Committee. They will continue to grow in numbers as your dad gets closer to dying. This Welcome to Heaven Committee is so amazing that I see you guys. As the person's getting closer and closer to, to transitioning to heaven, these, there are so many deceased loved ones in the room, their spirits, that they look like dots on the horizon. I mean, there are thousands of spirits that are there to welcome all of us to heaven when we're dying, not to mention these big old angels that are in the room as well. So the, it's, it's 
fascinating, too, when I look at the Welcome to Heaven Committee, as I call it. It reminds me of the Welcome Wagging Committee. When I was a kid, there were these ladies in the neighborhood that would bring a basket of goodies and stuff, and they called themselves the Welcome Wagon. There was, I think, a club or organization or something they belonged to. But nevertheless, the, um, the people whose spirits are in the room show up in period dress from at the beginning of time. It's fascinating to see. I see people from all ages, all walks of life, dressed in all kinds of different attire, and uh, they're all there. Their spirits are all there. So they're either family members, you know, many generations of family members, and or I think they also are made up of a lot of people that have been around this person's spirit in many, many lifetimes. And so they're all there to welcome welcome them. One other point on that, I have a friend who, after she read my book, Angelic Attendance, she was so touched because her mom died very suddenly and she lived alone and nobody discovered it for a couple of days. And so my friend had always been very distressed about the fact that her mom died alone. And she said, after I read your book and I found out about all these spirits and uh, angels that were with that are with every one of us or every person who's ever lived when we die, she said, it brought such peace to me because I had, I, basically my words, she said, I had been fretting over this for years that my mom was alone when she died. Okay, I digress, but here we go. Back to my response. When I asked your dad if he was ready to go, he replied, yes. When I asked him if he was in pain, he said, no. And lastly, when I asked him what he needed, he said, my toothbrush and toothpicks. That response made me laugh because it was a new one I had never heard before. Normally, people will say, well, I just need my family around me. Or, I mean, sometimes I've even had people telepathically who are dying tell me they need their tax returns filed before they can peacefully go and funny things like that. But I really cracked up when he said he just needed his toothbrush and toothpicks. I don't know. I'm sure there's a story behind that. And then lastly, I said, for more information about what you can expect as you go through the dying process with your dad and eventually other loved ones, please read my book, Angelic Attendance, What Really Happens as We Transition from This Life into the Next. I believe you'll find it informative, comforting, and heartwarming, too. Please remember one last thing as you spend this time with your dad. Look for the little miracles along the way. They'll be plentiful and will help sustain you as you support your dad and other family members. And by miracles, I mean there's all kinds of different things that will happen that are serendipitous. People will say, well, gosh, that's a coincidence. Well, there are no coincidences. It's all part of the magic in this glorious equation of how we transition to heaven when we decide that we're done with this lifetime on earth. And uh, back to my book, there's a link to my book on my website. It's available in paperback, digital, and also audio book. You can get it on Audible. You can get the book on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Libraries have it. University libraries have it. So it's available a lot of places. So that was from Miss Susan in St. George, Utah. So thanks, Susan, for submitting that question. Okay. Let's go back to the phones and see who else we have. I believe our next caller is Jody. Hi, Jody. Oh, hi. How are you, Julie? I'm well. How are you? I'm very good. I didn't think you'd have time to get to me. 
<laughs> Where are you calling in from? New Jersey. All right. Well, terrific. Don't well, you got a question me. for me? <laughs> <laughs> I New do. New Jersey's um, gorgeous. I mean, I think most people think of LaGuardia or Newark when they go to New right, Jersey. Right, right. But no, yeah. New Jersey is beautiful. Yeah. I'm down by the shore, so I agree. That's really fun. Well, terrific. Uh, uh, the reason I am calling, I wanted to ask you, um, I've had varicose veins in my right leg only since mm-hmm. my first pregnancy. They've gotten worse through the years. I'm only 47, um, but they're just, I've had two procedures on them, which have not helped. In fact, they're worse than ever. So I didn't know if you could see anything maybe that I could do to help myself or, yeah. or heal it in any way. Yeah. Let me get you on my radar and let's just see what happens. See if we can okay. get a healing done on those babies this evening. So here comes my laser beam from okay. Sweet Home, Alabama to <laughs> up to you in Joyzee. I used to go to Brigantine when I was a kid oh, to the beach. That's not far from me at all. Yeah. That's about yeah. 15 miles from me. Yeah. We loved it. Wow. All right. So got you. Okay. I'm looking at you from behind. When I have you on my radar, Jody, what it looks like is a, um, a hologram of you. Right. And I can, I can see things like as if I'm looking at an x-ray or a MRI or a CT scan, but I'm just looking at the back of your leg. Now it's going into the CT scan, like the inner workings. Okay, so what I'm watching happen is I'm watching a procedure that you've probably had done where they shoot saline into the veins. Mm-hmm. Is that what you had done? You know, they used to, in the old days, they'd strip the veins. I remember my mother had friends, girlfriends, that had right. boatloads of kids, and they would strip the veins and take them out. So what I'm watching is I'm watching this saline solution get put into the veins that are really swollen, mm-hmm. and it's reducing them. And what it does is it burns them, I think, and mm-hmm. renders them um, mm-hmm. inactive. Yeah. So have you had that right. procedure done? I have, and the second one I had done was slightly different. I honestly don't remember because it's been some years now. Uh-huh. But um, the second one was a little different than the first. Okay, the main one that's being worked on goes up right up the, uh, pretty much the center of the back of your leg. Um, mm-hmm. Like kind of from your, it, it starts where, where I watched it get the saline, energetic saline get injected was in the back of your calf. And it went mm-hmm. up on the back of your knee and up, not all the way to your rear end, but up probably halfway up your thigh. So that one just mm-hmm. got treated. Let me, and now there's another one to the left of that that's not as big, but mm-hmm. it's, I think it's probably an issue. Uh, so I'm watching that get injected with this saline solution. It, it just looks, it's clear and it's got sparkles in it but I was told that it's oh, saline. So I see yeah. a lot of sparkles, which I think is really fun when I'm watching <laughs> these feelings. It's like, yeah. what the heck? I'm seeing a little Tinkerbell fairy dust in there too. Well, you know, sure. we're at it. So I'm watching that. And then there's one that's not very long that's to the right of center, but it's primarily just bulging um, below the back of your knee up to the top of your, you know, where your knee is. Mm-hmm. So... Um, Hi, Katie. I see you've joined us. I'm going to mute you, and I'll come back. Um, so those have all been in, in, injected with this energetic saline solution. What I'm getting is get one of those uh, braces that you can get at the drugstore. I think they're made out of neoprene or something. Oh, ah, okay. 
it will add pressure, especially around your knee. You know, get one of those okay. ones that's on your knee because that's where they're bulged the most is what I'm seeing. Right. You're right. It's on the back side of your knee. So that's going to help with that healing that I just watched happen, and I think it's going to help relieve the pain. And Wonderful. since it's fall, you can wear it under a pair of pants, and nobody's going to even know you got them on. Right. On. Right. So, yeah, so I hope that helps. You Consider doing a private session with me, scheduling a private session. Let's do a deep dive on this and see mm-hmm. if we can figure out what's causing them and, and eradicate any of the other ones that are I causing them. I would like that. Yeah, I was, I was okay. definitely considering that. Thank you. Okay. Well, thanks for calling in. Take Thank care. Thank you, Julie. I appreciate it. You, you too. Bet. Bye-bye. I believe our next caller is Miss Jane. Hi, Jane. Hi, Julie. How are you doing? Uh, well, how are you? I'm doing okay. Good. Please tell everybody where you're calling in from. I'm calling from Canada. Okay, whereabouts? Toronto. All righty. Well, you got a question for me? I do. Um, I'm going to get an ultrasound done. Like I have um, lipoma, like by my rib cage, and I thought I have lipoma on my ankle. So I went to the doctor today, and she said it, she thinks it's ganglion. So I don't know if you can do a scan and okay. see what's yeah. what happening yeah, on sure. my ankle. Sure. Okay. Well, I'm getting you on my radar. Explain to everybody what a ganglion is. Um, it's like a bump, like, um, I can't really explain it because this is the first it's time. It's kind of like a cyst almost, really, isn't it? I mean, that's it's, how I've kind of always thought of it. It's benign. Yeah. yeah, it's like a... Like I've seen it a lot on people's, like on their wrist, um, the up, top side of their wrist, people uh-huh. will get them, and, okay. uh... I, that's where I've seen them most of the time. Okay. Laser beams got you. Got you on my radar. I'm looking at you from the front. Okay. Rib cage. All right. You're being turned around to the back. So there's, so the energy went to the right side, Jane. Yes. So, so I'm looking at you from behind, and I can see where it is. It's benign. It's nothing to worry about. And um, what I'm watching happen is I'm watching a healing on it. I'm watching it get encapsulated, and I'm watching it get removed. So uh, so it's right where I'm seeing it is kind of like where your bra would, the bottom of your bra would be. Is that yeah, where that's, it is? That's the lipoma. That one I yeah. want to get removed. I've had this yeah. for so many years, over 20 years, and it's it's huge. <laughs> and. Uh, you know, I, I want to get rid of that, so I went to the doctor today just to get a referral, and then I thought, and I figured the one on my ankle is uh, is also a lipo, it's a small one, mm-hmm. and but she's ganglion, so I'm going to get an ultrasound done, but so I want to get that removed too <laughs> because I've had it for many years. Mm, well, let me just see if we let's remove that one too. It's on your left ankle, on the outside no, of your left ankle. It's on the right side. Both are on the right. right. They're on the right side. I'm seeing one on the left side, girly. So, and I'm still looking at you from behind. So let me get that one because that's where the energy went out first. That's where it went first. So I always follow where the energy goes. And um, so I'm, I'm encapsulating that. We'll get that baby removed. All right, let me go to the right side. Okay, on the outside of your ankle, I'm seeing it kind of on the back side of your ankle, on the outside. Does that um, make sense? No. Moving more towards your heel is where I'm seeing one. It's towards the front area. 
okay, I'm seeing one on the back, so let me deal with that first. <laughs> usually this, the, well, not usually, always, the stuff that shows up on my radar is more of a pressing issue than even if it's something that we're aware of. So I do have I just, to think. <laughs> I just figure we head off a problem at the pass. What the heck? What did you What did you say, Jade? I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Yeah, I do experience foot pain and knee pain and all that. Um, maybe you're picking okay. up something else, but the right. one is, um, it's okay. not like more. Yeah, it's on the foot area, close to the ankle. Okay. All right. Yeah, I can see that one. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Let me encapsulate that. We'll get that one out too. So let's ask a question. Is it in Jane's best interest to have these ganglia, maybe that's plural for ganglion, these ganglia removed from her body? I get a yes. Is it in Jane's best interest to have the lipoma removed from above her rib cage? I get a yes. That that baby, I think, is being caused by your bra. You wear an underwire bra? Oh, you think it's caused by my bra? Yeah, yeah. Do you wear an underwire bra? I do. Yeah, switch. Get something else to hold up the girls. Really? I think think if you you change your bra and don't wear the underwire, that that sucker might might shrink on its own. It's benign. It's not going to, you know, I mean, it's not dangerous. So. 20 years. Okay, well, well, once you get it. Once you get it removed, don't be wearing any of those underwire bras anymore. They got lots of new materials that you can use that are not going to be. I see it so often, Jane, on women that they'll have these cysts or tumors or whatever, and it's always it's always where the underwire is. It's either underneath the breast or on the side where it comes up on the side. Yeah, it's on the side. Yeah, it's on the side of yeah the yeah. right side. That's where your underwire. It's where your underwire is. So yeah. look online and find find something else that's really good support that doesn't have underwire in it. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to, uh, I'll try that. But okay. I've had years, so that was the cause of it. That maybe yeah. you know, the kind of bras that I wore before, like many years ago, because, you know, this is yeah. not, you know, like the bras that I like, wear. Some seamless. of those bras, my girlfriends that have really big boobs, I used to tease them and I go, because mine are not. And I used to see them, I go, oh my God, that stuff like looks, look, those bras look like army guerrilla warfare <laughs> attire. And they'd say, well, you know, you try and carry these things around every day, all day. <laughs> so, <laughs> but anyway, well, good luck. Oh, thank you, Julie. So is that a ganglion or is that a lipoma, the one on my ankle? Do you, I think it's a ganglion. You, can that be removed? Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh, it can. Okay. Yeah, they all can. Oh, can. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So the okay. healing that I watched on all of those, Jane, will, if you decide to get them removed, it will, it's just, uh, it's just setting it up so that it's going to go really smoothly. You'll heal in no time flat. It's just kind of a, you know, preparation for you to get them removed by okay. the regular doctor. So thanks for calling in this evening. Thank you so much, Julie. You bet. Take care. Yeah. Bye. Okay, I think we have time maybe for one other quick call. So let's try Katie. Hi, Katie. Hi. How are you? Sorry, I'm good. How are you? Good. Where are you calling us from? Good. Um, Michigan. Okay, terrific. Got a quick question for me? I do. Um, 
So I'm kind of calling at the last minute and have to talk quiet because all my kids are sleeping. But okay. <laughs> um, so I have called in the past about my husband and I, and um, we're kind of back to having some of the same issues we were having before. And I'm just curious, um, I guess, like he made a comment tonight that kind of had me curious about somebody else. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if you could tell me whether or not, like, he's seen somebody else or not. So is Katie's husband seeing another woman? I get a no. Is he interested in another woman? I get a yes. Has he acted on it? No. Is it just a fantasy thing? Yes. Will he act on it? No. So there you go. Okay. <laughs> you know, back back when I was a kid, Jimmy Carter, President Jimmy Carter was in office and uh-huh. he talked about that he would have he would lust for other women but he never acted on it. And uh and I think that's just human nature and mm-hmm. and that's the key. Okay. So I get that your husband is in, is intrigued with somebody but doesn't plan on acting on it. Do you know anything about who that might be? Uh, I don't, and I unfortunately I'm out of time, so okay. I'm not going to be able to answer that this time. But if okay. you call another time, I might be able to help you with that, or schedule a private session. We'll be able to help you with that too. So, okay. but I th- I think you're good right now. So, mm, okay. Thanks for calling. All right. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. To those of you that I didn't get on this evening, I apologize. Please call in next week and remind me that you were on and you and I didn't get to you, and then I will take you first. To everybody else, this is the last show in October, which means I'll give away a free session next week because it'll be the beginning of November. And in order to win a free session, all you have to do is follow me on Instagram at Ask Julie Ryan. Write a review about why you like the podcast on iTunes at Ask Julie Ryan. Go to iTunes.com slash Ask Julie Ryan, and you'll see where you can put a review. And subscribe to my blog at AskJulieRyan.com. And then I'll pick a lucky winner next week, and they'll get a free one-hour session valued at 155 bucks. So thanks for joining us, everybody. Hope you have a great week, and I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.